The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's the author of several books, including Negotiations, Breakthroughs, and Fighting for Love. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel, and she mediates business, employment, divorce, privacy, and other civil cases in her private practice in Laguna Niguel, California. Mari's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified state bar trainer for over 25 years. She teaches leadership and conflict management courses at Brandman University and here at UCI, and she trains corporate leaders' powerful communication and conflict transformation skills. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit conflicthealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about giving, giving of yourself, giving of your time, giving of your talent and giving of your treasure. And we have a wonderful guest with us today. She is the author of Simple Giving, Easy Ways to Give Every Day. And it says there's 40 ideas to make your world a better place by Jennifer Iacovelli. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a writer, a speaker, and a consultant. And as Chief Engagement Officer of another Jennifer Writing Lab, Jennifer helps entrepreneurs, bloggers, and nonprofits tell their own story. She's also the author of another Jennifer blog and creator of the Simple Giving Lab. She writes for mom bloggers for social good as part of the social team of 200 and is a regular contributor to World Moms Blog and HuffPuff, HuffPost, like Huffington Post, HuffPost mm-hmm. uh, di- Divorce. And she's also contributing author of the book, The Mother of All Meltdowns, which those of us who are mothers understand that. And her work has been featured on Good Blog Her, U.S. Aid Impact, Feed the Future, and the PSI Impact blog. Uh, she's based in beautiful Brunswick, Maine, and her website is anotherjennifer.com. Jennifer, thank you for joining us from the other coast. We sure appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Murray. Well, here we are at the time of the year of giving. So, how is it that you decided to write this book, Simple Giving? Well, it, you know, <laughs> it, it actually. It started when I sat back, there was one year I just sat back and thought, it, it probably around this time, and thought to myself, I'm not giving enough. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, you start thinking about presents, and you think about donating and getting those last sort of donations in for taxes and all that stuff. And I sat back and I thought to myself, you know what, 
I, I really could have given more this year. Um, or, you know, I don't have enough, you know, as much money as I'd like to donate um, right now. And, and I started, it, I've worked in the nonprofit sector for about 10 years um, in Maine, social services. Um, and I've, you know, I've been on both sides of the coin uh, as a donor and as, as, you know, in the development department taking in donations and things like that. And I still do that. And I, I just kept seeing this disconnect as far as, you know, um, in, in development, I would have to actually have to say no to donations sometimes because people, you know, would want to give, but they, you know, the stuff that they would want to give or whatever they wanted to do just didn't fit with the nonprofit. Um, and, you know, and, and as a giver, like I said, as a donor, I would feel like I wasn't giving enough and I didn't know how to give. So I started exploring the whole topic of philanthropy um, on my blog, Another Jennifer, which I started um, in 2010. And I started this, actually, probably, I think it was 2011, I started the um, my Philanthropy Friday series where I just started talking about, you know, what philanthropy means and started featuring people and businesses who incorporated um, giving into everyday life, you know, either, like I said, through their business or just, you know, how they live life. Um, and I started to get, I was looking for ideas. And so it sort of all has evolved over the last few years. And I realized, you know, very quickly that it's just, you know, you, it doesn't have to be time or money. There's so many different ways that you can give back. So that's sort of where Simple Giving Hall kind of started developing. Right. And, you know, especially this time of the year, people start, you know, you, we get bombarded with requests, you know, and the more you give, the more you get more requests. I mean, I can't tell True. you what is comes into my mailbox, both at my office and at my home, because, you know, I give to the Humane Society, I give to this homeless shelter in Orange County, I give to KUCI, this is a nonprofit radio show. I mean, I give to so many things. So the more you give, the more that people are going to expect you to give more. And, you know, how right. do you choose? I mean, it, I, I kind of get overwhelmed and start throwing stuff away. And, right. and then no, you feel I, guilty, you know. <laughs> absolutely. And I do the same thing, I'll be honest with you. And it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I actually am a director of development um, at Tenford Housing here in, in Maine. And it's, you know, it's, Home, we do homeless shelters and supportive housing and stuff. And I just, <laughs> I just wrote a couple of, of those letters that are going to be going out and stuff. So, and and I get them myself all the time. And I think it's you know in in the whole point of simple giving and the and the book and writing it is is really just stopping to think about what giving means to you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it comes down to you know when you get those letters or where you see opportunities, what are the ones that really hit you um, that you really want to do something about? What are the causes that are really meaningful to you? Um, and, you know, and sometimes it's, a me- it, sometimes it's you know, it is the donations, um, you know, sending a check or something like that. And sometimes it's, it's, you know, doing something entirely different, doing, you know, working with, you know, doing volunteering, or it could be um, starting your own initiative. There's a lot of stories in the book about, um, you know, people just taking the cause that they really believe in and, and figuring out a way that makes most sense to them to support it. Um, and it could also honestly mean as simple as going out and, you know, if you're, especially this time of year, if you're, you know, in the mall parking lot or something like that, 
letting somebody go in front of you, letting somebody take your parking spot, or um, doing some sort of kind act, you know, holding the door for somebody who has a lot of bags, um, doing some sort of kind act that just, you know, makes you feel good and makes somebody else feel, feel good as well. So there's a lot of different ways to just, just think about giving and, you know, try not to let it stress you out. Just think about the different ways that, that, that make you feel um, most good, you know, the best inside when you, when you actually do it. Right. And sometimes people feel that if they can't give a lot, but they want to give, they're embarrassed. Let's say, you know, we're here on the campus of the University of California in Irvine, and we have pledge drives for this, you know, for our mm-hmm. our uh, KUCI. It's a nonprofit, and, and we don't really get funded that much by the university. So we have to reach out, and, and we do. Right. And so um, sometimes people feel, well, if I can't give at least 20, then I shouldn't give. Right. How, how do you feel about that? If if they don't have much income but they want to give something, um, should they be embarrassed to just give a little bit? Not at all. And and there's actually there's a chapter on. I have six different giving models in the book, and there's actually a chapter on. And, and some of it starts with like I said, like simple acts of kindness. Um, but one of the chapters is also on just a different approach to traditional philanthropy, which is basically like we're talking about the pledges and you know, sending checks and things like that and getting the letters in the mail. And, you know, and one of the things um, that makes most sense, and I realized this, and I, and I did this on my blog, I had like my own giving pledge, is you can, you know, if you only have a small amount, of, which a lot of us don't have a lot of money, you know, to give every, all the time, to be honest, you know, how about pooling, um, you know, some of your friends together or colleagues or whoever and just saying, okay, if we give, even if it's 5 to $10 every month, if you get a bunch of people together, eventually you're going to get a pretty good amount of, of money to donate. And you could maybe quarterly or, um, you know, once a year or twice a year get together and say, okay, we've got this money. Now, now what are we going to do? It? What, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to donate it? Are we going to purchase something that's going to, you know, make a difference in somebody's life? You know, how are we going to, um, or it could be, you know, to the radio station. It could be, um, but it, it's a nice way, you, if you think a little bit differently, um, there are ways to just, you know, spend small amounts of money um, just a little bit at a time and still make a really big impact. Right. We're not all Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg, you know, we we can't all do that. And we feel like, oh, you know, we have to be able to do that. And sometimes people say, well, it's just a tax deduction, which Zuckerberg, it actually wasn't much of a tax deduction. But he and his wife had just, you know, decided that they wanted to do. So I remember taking a course on giving and it was dealing with your, it was the 4T and I can't remember the fourth, but it's your time, your talent, your treasure, and your tithe. I think those were the four T's. And it was about learning and having um, a a life of giving, which is really what you're talking about. Right. You know, making the world a better place and thinking in terms of giving. And so, you know, I, I often give a lot of pro bono help 
to people who don't have the money for legal services. So right. I'll give pro bono help. That That is worth a, a lot more than I would donate to right. some organization, right. you know, on my hourly rate. So that's a, a way. Or just, you know, when my husband and I were helping to serve at the homeless shelter, that was giving of our time. And, um, and, and giving, yeah, and giving of your talent. Some people will just, you know, who are guitarists or something, they'll donate their time for a cause. Right. And yeah, and there's a lot of examples of, you know, if if people have their own business, um, you know, giving as, as making giving part of your business model, you know, is there a way, you know, either pro bono services or, um, you know, some people might incorporate making, you know, if they have employees. Um, you know, volunteer time, so they could all sort of a team building thing, but they're also giving back to the community by um, doing volunteer work together, um, or you know, donating proceeds um, to different products um, to certain causes, or or even hiring people um, who might be in need, who need jobs, and and supporting them, or you know, either you know locally or around the world. Um, there's so many different ways to sort of think about. Okay, well, what, what do I have? What do I have at hand, um, and what can I use? You know, how can I give? Um, what makes what's most convenient to me? Yeah. And, um, and in other ways, I talk yeah. about shopping. Just you know, when you shop, shopping with a conscience too is a way to give back. Right. So let's let's kind of go over your six models so that people have kind of an overview of of what you're talking about. You, I think we've been talking a little bit about it, but your six sure. models of giving. Yeah. So the first one is um, just the everyday acts of kindness, which I mentioned. And I kind of see that as sort of a, a gateway to, to even more giving. Um, it's just, you know, a matter just doing kind things. And, 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 and it, if, you may, if you do kind acts on a regular basis, you're automatically going to feel better. I mean, I, I guarantee it. And, and it's a very, it's one of those things where you inspire others to want to, to, to give to, even if it's an anonymous way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's that, you know, new approach to traditional philanthropy, kind of looking at different ways to donate um, or give back in, you know, if, if you're, do, you know, writing checks and things like that, like the giving circles is, is a great example, I think. Um, or just tying into, you know, activities. You know, every time I, um, you know, do a certain activity, I'm going to also, you know, give, you know, a dollar to this cause, and then you, you know, you pool your money so that eventually you get up to a nice donation. Um, and then there's also shopping with a conscience, which I just mentioned quickly, um, which is basically, you know, it's it's making decisions when you're shopping. It's thinking a little bit about what you're buying, who you're buying from. You know, it could be as simple as going to um, a local shop instead of a big box store. Right. Um, it could be choosing fair trade products. There's all kinds of products that you can buy, and and, um, and there's actually a um, a list on my website called which gifts that give back. So there's all kinds of products and websites that you can purchase from that you know whatever the purchase is is going to give back in some way. Well, let's just mention if people are just driving by and they didn't hear your website, let's have you give that website again because I think that's sure. important. They can get good ideas. Right. That's it's another Jennifer dot com. Um and, and I still write my Philanthropy Friday series and there's a, a little a giving tab, giving back tab and there that's where the um gifts that give back um list is. 
Um, Another thing you mentioned that I get, for example, um, I get the daily word and I just got in the mail. um, If I renew now, they'll give a gift. I can give a gift to a friend of the subscription. So that's kind of like buy one, give one, which you talk about in your book as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's like, that's, you know, sort of the giving as a business model too. Um, there's a, there's a few, and I include a lot of stories in the book just because, you know, I'm the type of person that I want to hear about. Right, right, know, how, right. How is this being done? But there are some great examples of, um, one of my favorite is, is Mitt Scoots, which is they have this get plus give plus employ model. So when you buy, they, they make socks, they sell socks. They, um, the, when you purchase the socks, you obviously get the socks. Um, but at the same time, a pair is also given to, um, it's usually homeless shelter, um, and so somebody in need. Um, and then they also take the time to, they actually employ people who are homeless or who are pulling themselves out of homelessness. Um, so they have a job and, you know, they do the packaging and things like that. And they're, you know, actually part of their, um, you know, employee culture there, so, which is really neat. Yeah, and that's, like you said, that's kind of that conscious shopping um, right. where you're thinking about what are they doing. I know sometimes um, I'll go to fairs and they're saying, well, these items were made in Africa by these women who were given goats or whatever, and right. um, and then you give and then the money goes back to help those villages, which is Absolutely. really, really a beautiful thing to to do, so... Then you feel like, oh my goodness, I'm buying something I really like, but look at what it's doing for others. Right. Or, or I notice, I think you have um, that you donate a p- portion of your book. I know with my one of my books that I wrote, um, a portion went back to the Privacy Rights Clearinghouse because they were helping victims of identity theft, which is one of the books that I wrote about. And um, and so for every book that was purchased, uh, a certain percentage went back to support the nonprofit Privacy Rights. Calling us so, yeah. And great. when you buy books, that that can happen as well. A portion Absolutely. can go back, or yeah. So so we have a couple. And we have the acts of kindness, and you know what I wanted to mention when you were talking about the acts of kindness, and I I do Facebook, and um, it's kind of funny because I think my generation is really catching on to Facebook, and then the younger generation is just you know with Instagram and other stuff. So we're right. kind of taking over. But what I noticed that um, has been really a beautiful thing in terms of acts of kindness, someone will write about maybe their mother just died or their dog died or they just found out they had cancer. And maybe they're a friend of mine and they're not a close friend of mine, but I know who they are and they're in my community. And I'll write a prayer for them or I'll, I'll write something. I'll take the time to write something that is really heartfelt and then right. I'll get something back that says thank you or that really meant a lot to me. And then I've just given. I've taken, you know, 10 right. minutes to write something. But that's something that I notice with using the social media has been Absolutely. people supporting each other. And, you know, my, my birthday was recently in. I had, you know, several hundred <laughs> birthday right. wishes, which was a great gift to me. Just I know, seeing fun. those yeah. come up, you know. I mean, I didn't tell them the year I was born, but <laughs> 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 but they knew the date, and and so that was kind of a special thing. So, your t- acts of kindness 
can be uh, just just really smiling at someone, even right. That, that you smiling, see them. giving them a compliment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one was uh, acts of kindness. Then you talked about donating, and even yep. using the circles. Then you talked about shopping. So we've gotten three. So we've got yep. some more. So and- three more. Yep. Well, and then giving is a business model, which I mentioned. Right. Giving is the business um, model, which we talked about. Uh-huh. And and some of these overlap, too. Um, and then also, uh, there's another chapter on taking action on your passion. Um, right. And a lot of these stories are of people, I mean, these are just everyday people in, in this book, um, who just, you know, saw you had something that uh, was really meaningful that happened to them or had a cause that, you know, they really believed in. And they just, um, they took that and they created something out of that. So one of the examples um, is uh, is actually a good friend of mine who um, she, well, she, she just has this love and passion for dogs and dog training. I mean, just very simple. And she decided she really, and she found it, she had to travel to get, um, you know, to Portland. It was like a half hour or so um, to buy the right food and and stuff for a dog that was, you know, wasn't going to get him sick or whatever, you know, just natural, grain-free kind of stuff. And uh, she decided to, you know what, I'm going to start my own online store. So she created this store called The Evolved Dog. And everything's environmentally friendly, cruelty-free, and it's um, she advocates for you know adopting shelter dogs, and she donates proceeds to a local shelter, animal shelter, and she does. And she's moving to this whole fair trade uh, model as well. But it's one of those things where she just took her action on what she loves, and she just started a store from it. Um, and, you know, and there's some other stories about people who do, you know, different advocacy work and things like that. You know, they're they're making no money off of it. It's all volunteer type work, um, but they're getting their message out for things that they believe in. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Just, so things like that are, or I know um, our our yacht. We belong to a yacht club, and we're near a uh, the, a marine base. So. Every year, like we just, um, you know, we're having an early Christmas party for all the children of the the Marines that are that are off in Afghanistan or wherever. And that was just everybody donating money and then having this party for the kids just to give back and have them have right. fun. And so, yeah, there's just so many ways that that you can you can do these kinds of things and and feel really good. I have a client who um, had a stroke and she wanted to do something, you know, she can't work, but she also loves dogs. So she volunteers in one of the shelters, you know, she can't really work. She can only do certain things, but she loves animals and that's her way. So she feels really good about herself and look what she's doing. She's giving back. And, right. and doing things. Absolutely. So, and we find that with a lot of elderly people who maybe they, you know, they, they can't work or they're retired, but they don't want to just sit around and be selfish. <laughs> so they go and they Absolutely. volunteer and do things. And that's worth so much money. I, I oh, know. Absolutely. You know, um, here in, in Orange County, California, we have um, a sheriff's department that, you know, they they pay their people, but they can't afford to do all the things that they need to do. So we have 
a whole sheriff reserve, and, and I'm one of them. I've been one since 2001. And we do things for the for the sheriff's department for free. For right. example, at the Orange County Fair, we man the booth that for lost children and things like that, that they yeah. can't afford to really put people in there. And then, you know, and then you're giving back to your community. So it doesn't have to be money. And I think right. that's what people forget. Like, oh, my goodness, if I'm giving, I have to give money. But it right. doesn't right. have to be that. No. Yeah, no, and the and the other the last one is giving it what I call giving it forward, which is sort of like paying paying it forward. But you're you're not, um, you know, when you do the deed, you're not you're not required to do something. You know, you, when they say you pay it forward, it's, there's almost like a requirement that you have to do something else. This is more of sort of walking the walk and talking the talk. Um, so you know, it's it's basically in in the whole point of it is is to when you're giving to involve others and to inspire others to give um and it could be something like you know i'm a blogger i've been blogger for several years using my blog to give back and and writing about causes and partnering with um you know ngos and nonprofits and things like that that's what i do as part of mom bloggers for social good right um or it could be um you know there's um Stories of there's a woman who who um, you know lost an, an infant, um, mm. or I think it was in within the first um, months mm. she lost her daughter, and which was you know obviously a very horrible experience and um, heartbreaking. And but what she did was she decided she wanted to you know work through her grief, and she decided that um, she would make these little um, angel dresses. For the for the for the babies and in stillborn, um, who just didn't make it, um, and and you know you can't find dresses like that because right. uh, they're, they're so very small. So she would make these, and what she would do, and I actually donated my um, wedding dress, um, and to, to be made into several um, of these angel dresses. So she takes in these donations of um, you know old wedding dresses and, and bridesmaid dresses, and she makes these. And, you know, at no cost, um, and she just sends them out, and she gives them to hospitals and things like mm. that. And, um, but that's one of those things that, you know, you, you want to give and, and, and empower other people to give and, and just think about, you know, ways you can um, and help and help people, you know, in some way. It, it feels really good to be able to support something like that, at least yeah, something make you that feel you like believe you're a little in. bit of a part. Yeah. And especially if she lost a child, she can help somebody else who right. to have maybe give them some comfort. We only have a couple exactly. minutes, but you know, I know that you did some scientific research. And what were a couple of the most surprising statistics or findings about giving that you discovered when you were researching for your book? Sure. Yeah. There's um, yeah. There's a whole chapter on the psychology right. of giving and stuff, and so there's there's lots of information. But it was really interesting to read about just, I mean, overall, giving makes us happier, which makes sense when you think about it. And and when we find really meaningful giving to us, um, it really can affect our health as well in, in a good way. They found, for example, um, lower inflammation levels 
um, and people who had, you know, altruism in their lives. So, and, you know, inflammation can cause, you know, cancer and different diseases and things like that. So there's, there's actually, I found, um, you know, studies on health benefits mm-hmm. um, when we have meaningful giving in our lives. So it was really interesting. And people living longer, you know, when they have right. some some goal in life that they can can live longer. And you hear about these kids who are, you know, ex- themselves dying of cancer, and they create these foundations, and and they live longer. And then, of course, they're happier when they go that they know that they're leaving a legacy. So, giving right. giving is part of the whole. Um, you know, cycle of life. Uh, we need to give, be a happy giver and a happy receiver. And if we Absolutely. aren't, yeah, and if we're if we're blocking our giving, then it's going to block in some way our receiving, right? And if we're right. blocking our receiving, it's going <laughs> to it's going to block our giving too. Yeah, and it definitely can boost that. You know, people and others. I've read about you know people, and there's even stories. Um, in the book about people who work through their grief by giving. Exactly. You know, it, yeah. So this is the time of the year, and this is time to go. But thank you so much, and keep up your wonderful, simple giving. And I want to just thank you, Jennifer Iacovelli, the author of Simple Giving, Easy Ways to Give Every Day. And remember to give with joy and receive with joy. So thank you so much, Jennifer. And we'll stay in touch, okay? Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for Fighting for Love and visit our website at ConflictHealing.com. Thanks. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. When you got a love and it's good like it should be Makes you never want to give it up Cause you know that some people die for love And I believe it's true cause I do the same for 